What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Ooh, Patrick's back for a brand new episode. Hey, yo. Yeah, so he uh, he's filling in for Brittany. Brittany told me that we're going to be doing our top 2018 this next week. I promise you guys, I know it's been a long wait. Trust us, we're, we're all frothing at the mouth to do it. Brittany's had a lot of time to watch a lot of movies and shit, so Patrick's filling in again. Uh, which, by the way, you're welcome to come on anytime you like, Patrick. Okay, yeah. It could be the three of us, and we could have a grand old time. Uh, anytime you want, man, because it's been a lot of fun, dude. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure, dude. It's been a blasty blast. It really has been, and a lot of people have been saying that they, they missed you. They didn't even realize how much they missed you. You know, just like... Just you, you know? Just just how big your dick is and Right. It's, it's my voice. You know what I'm saying? But this is episode one twenty three. Uh we're gonna be doing two fucking weird ass fucking movies today. Dude, tell my me god. About it oh it my was god. it was a collaborative effort by me and Patrick. Um uh, what we were gonna pick, we just felt like being in the mood for like trashy cinema, right? And so, and and like Asian cinema and like all kinds of shit. So we were like, okay, let's let's do this. So today we're gonna be talking about a Shaw Brothers film called Curse of Evil, and also we're gonna be talking about the killing of Satan. Yes, the killing of Satan. Which we watched like a little like summation, like a summation of like, like it was like a fan made trailer. Yeah, it was like a little quick trailer of like some of the weird shit. It was like everything's terrible. Right. Yeah, it's like everything's terrible. Did it? And I, I was think, like, I gotta watch this shit. I think if you guys are gonna go out and watch this movie, don't, don't watch the trailer. Oh yeah, so you don't need to watch the trailer first. Just just hear us out. We'll, we'll not spoil it for you, and then we'll get into the spoilers and shit. But uh, but how are you doing? How's your week? What's going on with you? Oh, it's been all right, man. Uh, I've been working the last couple of days, so it's like hard to go back to that schedule. You know what I mean? Waking up at five in the morning. Yikes! I was gonna come and record yesterday, but yeah. You had shit to do, and you went to go... Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell everybody what you did yesterday. Oh, I went to go see um, Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and uh, Ralph Garman, uh, which is a podcast that you guys really should listen to. It was hilarious. Like, we had no idea when we were going. Christina was like, hey, you want to go see Kevin Smith? And I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I want to go see <laughs> Kevin Smith. And she was like, I got, I'm going to get tickets. I was like, okay. I was like, all right, so... What do we? What is this about? Like we're sitting at the table, like when we sat down at the comedy at the stand up live in Phoenix, and uh, I saw a podium with two mics, 
and I was or like a you know a table, right? Like they would do it as a panel or something, like a Q and A kind right. of. Right, and I was like, wait, what are we? What is this, Christina? And she was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like I just saw Kevin Smith. And yeah, I said, oh, and I was like, well, fuck, I'm gonna look it up. So I looked it up, and it was Hollywood Babylon, which is his podcast that he does. Like he tours with this Ralph Garman guy who used to be on K Rock. Hmm. Uh, years ago or whatever uh big radio personality uh it was fucking hilarious dude like i had a really good time we were laughing our asses off um i don't know i i needed that i really needed to go right. out and just have some fun like that and uh you know had a few drinks you know had a the, i had a few loaded beers uh which i normally don't do but it was like a buy two each or oh, those like boilermakers or something? No, it, well, yeah, yeah, it is. Basically, they put a shot of something. So I would get the, I got the apple, um, apple crisp apple fucking Hornsby or whatever the fuck it is. Right. One of those fucking apple drinks. One of those drinks. yuppie fucking. Yeah, it's not my favorite one, you know, but I, they put a shot of uh, Tennessee Fire in there, which is Jack Fire. So it's like Tennessee Fire, which is just like basically like fireball pretty much but for jack daniels so we drank that and i had a couple of those and a fucking stella and then christina had a water (laughs) so but yeah it was fucking hilarious man we were having a we were having a good laugh about a lot of things those two are really good uh bouncing off each other and actually some of what they said in their you know on stage i'm going to be talking about in our news section too because it actually is relevant to one of the news articles we'll be talking about today and yes we're finally going to be doing the news for the first time <laughs> right. in a long time guys i'm really sorry if you enjoyed that segment but uh it's back for now <laughs> tentatively <laughs> i don't know uh but anyway guys i think it might be that time oh shit horse shots So today, we already mentioned we're going to be talking about two movies. One of them is called Curse of Evil. It's a Shaw Brothers film uh, with a lot of stuff in it that uh, may offend quite a few people, I would uh, I would think. Yeah, I would hope. I don't want to spoil anything for you just yet. But this week's shot is based off the movie Curse of Evil, and it's called Piece of Shit Cousin. <laughs> and what's in a piece of shit cousin, you might be asking yourself, well, friend, listener... What we have in this shot is half a shot of hypnotic because in the movie, one of the characters uses a silver medallion to basically put people into a trance. And it's so simple. Like, you could do it to your grandma. I mean, whoever you... No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, he's kind of a piece of shit, so that's why we call it that. But So he's got the hypnotic in there, half a shot. Got a dash of Jägermeister just because. And then you're going to do a half a shot of 99 grapes because it rhymes with a word that this movie has entirely too much of but then after you take it you say it's grape (laughs) and you uh move along (laughs) yeah for those of you that had just stopped listening i'm sorry (laughs) but uh when you hear us talk about this movie you're gonna be like what the fuck as we were uh, but if you would love to try a piece of shit cousin, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section. Now, that's it for horror shots. All right, guys. So now we're going to go ahead and do something we haven't done in a while. We're going to bleed your fucking ears with news. So let's get ready and jump into the fucking news. 
here is the fucking news. Okay, guys, this is hot off the presses from the last week for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hot off the presses. Um, we can't time travel, or we would uh, make it sooner. But uh, this, uh, the news we got this past week was pretty fucking awesome, and I really do want to talk about it because one, we just got a Ghostbusters three teaser trailer. Hmm. So if you guys have not seen this, what the fuck is wrong with you? Two, it's going to be directed by Jason Reitman, who is Ivan Reitman, who directed the first movie. So Jason Eitman is going to be doing that. Um, what did you think of the trailer, by the way? The teaser, uh, teaser trailer, guys. Let's not get too wild. It, uh, you know, before we, we watched the trailer, because I didn't even know one existed, you kind of told me about it beforehand, and I was like, even when you told me, my spirits were, like, flying. <laughs> Which is interesting, because I thought a lot of people were going to be maybe on the defense a little bit of it because of the... The last Ghostbusters, right. but it seems like it's like reignited, you know, nostalgia and like and pretty soon too. I mean, the movie came out what twenty sixteen? Yeah, yeah, I think it was twenty sixteen because we did our top that year. Yeah, and it was like that was like one of the worst movies <laughs> of the Wait, year. No, 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 no. I think it was twenty seventeen. I don't out. know. I it was. It's very soon to be announcing a, another Ghostbusters right. from a reboot. Like that means that the the, the force is strong with the <laughs> fandom of uh, Ghostbusters there. Right. So I thought it was going to be like ten years because that was I was like, great. Now that this one sucks, we're not going to see fucking Ghostbusters for ten fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> but no, when you showed me that trailer, yeah, it it's definitely sparks that you know childhood nostalgia, nostalgia, right? And other all, in other news about the Ghostbusters, Ernie Hudson apparently uh, dropped a bomb for a couple of people, and he was saying uh, that Ivan Reitman is there and everybody is in. Yes. So he said, now whether or not the studio will do it, I'm the guy who sits by the phone and waits for the call. So if they call, I'll answer. If not, I got other stuff that I'm doing. Hashtag everybody they, in. They better put fucking Ernie Hudson in there. I'll be mad. Like oh, Ernie yeah. Hudson never gets any love for the Ghostbusters, dude. And he is like the biggest fan. Like he goes to all the events he attends. He's really into it. Like that's a Ghostbuster. You know what I mean? Right. Like no offense to fucking anybody else. You know, I know that they're all their careers have blossomed or maybe they're talking about UFOs or some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah, no, I know exactly what I'm talking about. That's why I make that joke. I still love them, no matter what. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So I hope, uh, it seems like Bill Murray's on on board. Oh, yeah. That's so, awesome, dude. Which is really fucking weird. So part of me, like, goes, okay, well, does this mean that Bill Murray's in it, but only as, like, a ghost or something like that, or something small? Hmm. They have already talked about casting, like, four of the Ghostbusters as teenagers, so I'm kind of curious what that's about. A lot of people are like, well, they're not going back. This is a sequel. Okay. Yeah, you can't go back. I don't know. Well, they don't know. Maybe it's like a flashback to, like, their past growing up. Something, right. Something, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, who, who fucking knows? Well, they were all in college together, right? Bill Murray or Egon's character and... Well, a lot of the people, yeah, right. they all knew each other in real life, but in the in the movie, I believe that one of them, uh, they didn't... Well, of course, Ernie Hudson didn't, didn't know right. his, his character. 
was not, you know, he was new. He was the new guy. Yeah. That's a huge Twinkie. <laughs> uh, anyway, are you guys excited about that? Actually, last night when I went to the uh, Babylon podcast live thing with uh, Kevin Smith, he actually talked about this because apparently on his Smodcast, he had Jason Reitman on and he was like, you know, you've done a lot of really good films. This is like them talking before the, the show and he okay. was and they were just like kind of in confidence or whatever. And he was like, he's like, so, you know, like, I guess he was talking about how many issues he's had of kind of trying to break through the ice again, kind of where Kevin is, you know, like he had his like glory days and now he's kind of like, you know, chomping at the bit to try to get through, break through the ice again. He's like, I know exactly where you are. Welcome. Uh, he was like, you know, he's like, I think I know what I'm going to do. That's what Jason said to him. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? And he was like, well, you can't say this to anybody, but I think I'm going to do a Ghostbusters movie. And I promised myself I would never do it. He was like, I promised myself I would never do it. But I think this is going to be the film mm. to help break me through the ice again. Oh, it, it very might well. Yeah, I, I hope so. It. I mean, I hope it doesn't, like, destroy his career. Because, yeah. like, I don't think he would do it that bad, I think. And it's just interesting to know that he said that he never wanted to do it. You know, but it's like, he's like... When I made that trailer, because if you guys have seen the trailer, the teaser trailer, it zooms up on a on like a farm. You see the 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 Ecto One, and he was like, in a way, that was my way of saying, "Dad handed me the keys to the Ecto One." Finally, that's awesome. And I was like, "That's fucking cool!" Yeah. Like, one thing I love about the trailer, by the way, I love uh, the mute that they use the old music, the original sounds. Yeah, I think that it was important. Mm -hmm. uh, to let everybody who is a fan know that hey, you know we're we're trying to keep it to the old school. This isn't some new thing. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Are you guys excited for this? Because I'm about to come in my mouth. <laughs> and if it's as good as I hope it is, man, it might be my favorite movie of the year if it's that good. I hope it's that good, but odds are it's going to be really hard to fill those shoes. So I don't know how they're going to do this, but I really hope. I hope it's good. And what if these are like the kids of the kids or of the of the guys or something? I don't know. It's the sequel. So it's got to be That is a pretty popular trope though. They're doing shit It like is, that. but I don't think I think that he's smart enough to not do that. Right. I hope he is. I wouldn't think about it. He's touching a movie that's like pretty untouchable. Yeah. Mhm. Mm so, you know, anyway, what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below. Also in the news, Alex Aha is doing his next movie this August of this year, and uh, I'm not exactly sure what I think about it. It's called Crawl, and th listen to this um, telling of what it's going to be. Uh, in the Bloody Disgusting article, they even said that it sounded very similar to the movie Burning Bright, where it's about this woman trapped in a house in the middle of a hurricane in Florida, and I think a lion is in her fucking uh, house. Plus, like, a guy that's trying to, like, burglarize her or something like that. Well, this scenario here is, it says, Skuldelario will play a young woman who, while struggling to save her father during a Category 5 hurricane, finds herself inside a flooding house and fighting for her life against Florida's most savage and feared predators. <laughs> I don't know. 
I wish he would kind of like, no offense, I like Alexander. Ah, uh, he did High Tension, Hills Have Eyes remake, Mirrors, another movie I really like too. Uh, he did Piranha and Horns. I mean, there's, whether you hate all of those, some of those films or not, there's still some good ones in there. Oh, Horns was brilliant. Uh, and even though Piranha is a, just a fucking ridiculous fucking movie. You're going to take it for what it is. I, I watched it again recently and I got to say, like, there's some pretty fucking good gore in that movie. Mm. Even though the, like, the whole teenage or college kids thing is just annoying as fuck. Right, right, right. It's nice to watch them get shredded. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm happy with that. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's like really tongue-in-cheek fucking stuff here. But so is the original, kind of. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous. But yeah, what do you think of that? What do you think of that that s- sort of story? Do you yeah. think it's too stupid and it's like not enough to get you interested? It seems a little... I mean, I watched the trailer. What'd you think? I didn't even see the trailer, so... No, they haven't showed the trailer yet. This is coming out in August, but they're, you know... At least I don't think there's a trailer out, but, you know... So so it's going to be coming out in August 19th, 2019. So this year, we'll see. It just seems like a grab bag movie. It's like, we'll throw some of this in there. He has some weird thing for the water, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I never realized... (laughs) (laughs) This time, we're going to do it in the water. I don't know. Anyway, uh, next in the news, we got Mortal Kombat 11 coming out soon. Uh, it had a live showing of the game, and holy fucking dick balls, dude. Like, I was like, dude, this is graphic. Mm-hmm. Like, and I normally am like, oh, yeah, it's just regular fodder for the game. But no, this was like fucking, they've like, every every game that comes out, they fucking step it up each time. Oh, yeah, dude. And it's this looks amazing. I thought the last one was pretty amazing too, oh, dude. Oh yeah, plus they had all the fucking horror icons in there. Oh yeah, dude. They Leatherface. Had, they had Leatherface, Jason, and a Xenomorph. And don't forget Predator. And did they have Predator? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I have all of them on Xbox, but I don't on PC. Mm. I'm I'm fucking shit at fucking fighting games. By the way, guys, I fucking love them to death, but I'm no good at them because these people are like. Like, when I was a kid, we used to go to the arcade and fucking play Mortal Kombat, you know? Right. And I remember that there was this, like, little fucking kid that would come up, and I was like, yeah, uh, okay, little kid. (laughs) Fucking whooped my ass at the game. (laughs) I think it was Mortal Kombat 2. And I was like, I wanted to punch him, you know? (laughs) Bless his heart, but I wanted to punch his face. No, I was just, like, blown away that this little kid, like, actually was doing better than me. And now we're at fucking Mortal Kombat 11, like, which seems, like, redundant as fuck. But some of the voice, You know, they got Ronda, Ronda Rousey as Sonya in the game. Mm-hmm. They brought her out on that thing. That was pretty cool. She was actually a real fan of the game. Right. Anyway, in other gaming news, speaking of gore, Resident Evil 2 remake is coming out January 25th. Uh, I've already pre-ordered it, actually, so I'll be doing it live on the stream at twitch.tv forward slash D-E-K-O-N-R-E-I-G-H-N. That's Deacon Rain. You can find it below in the links. But we'll be doing a live stream of that, and I'm going to play that for a long time that night, I think. (laughs) I don't know how. I'll go as long as I can, and then I'll probably stream the next night. Right. So we we might have to work something out where Brittany comes over on Friday or something like that. or <clears throat> Because we usually record on a Thursday night and it's yeah. Friday night that it comes out or Friday during the day. So I don't know when it's going to be released. So I'll, I'll let you guys know. Uh, are you interested in the game? Have you seen it? Have you, have you seen some of the things they do in it? Yeah, yeah. I saw it. Uh, I'm actually... I wanted to get it on Switch, but they haven't put a release date out for it yet on oh, Switch. Oh, why always Switch, man? The game looks beautiful, and you have a better console. Because I want to be able to take it with me. <laughs> 
Why are you ditching the Switch, dude? I'm not ditching the Switch, Switch, but come on, man. That game looks really good. It does look good. And it's going to be even better for me personally. I'm not like a a console snob or whatever the fuck. I I, I just prefer it on PC because I got a nice computer that can show the graphics, and I really want to fucking play it on PC because it's going to look amazing. I'll just plug my controller in. You know what I mean? It's no big deal. Fuck you, Patrick. Switch. How about you switch to another console, huh? Just kidding. (laughs) Why don't you get down on this damn Jesus? Uh, in other fucking uh, not so good news, we also got Sci-Fi Channel has been canceling uh, TV shows a lot. In fact, they just canceled the excellent, amazing Channel Zero. For those of you who have not been watching Channel Zero, I urge you to go out and watch these seasons. They are up on Shutter, up to th- season three, and I hope season four will come out on Shutter two. Uh, apparently they dropped it though, so they pulled the plug. Dude, sci-fi is just known for doing that. I tell you it's what, it's so weird because that is literally one of the best shows that they've ever put on there. And like, I am late to the party because I didn't like the first season, the first half anyway. Right. And so I never even finished it. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm into this. And I didn't realize that they were doing an American, uh, American, American horror American story, horror story right. style where they change it each season. If for those of you who haven't watched the the show, you should. But they base it off of what are called creepy pasta stories that people on the internet make up, and they make these like incredibly in depth stories that sometimes become popular. Much like Slenderman was made as a creepy pasta, and uh, the internet kind of took it over and then kind of made it its own beast. But they take these some of their favorite stories from creepy pasta and turn it into TV shows, and holy fuck, is it unsettling and th- like just weird. And, like, I really... Th- it's one of my favorite shows. Like, I, I didn't think I was going to like it. We pounded through, like, two seasons. That's awesome. And, like, a week. You know what I mean? We were just like, boom, 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 boom. Like, fucking smacking them out of the park and snapping one out in the bathroom because they were just, like, <laughs> fucking excited. Maybe on the couch, even. I don't even know. So, the fourth season, I hope, comes to Shudder at the very least. It'd be really nice. My thoughts are is that Shudder, and one of my buddies from uh, the Great Plot Podcast pointed this out, that AMC owns... AMC Movies, I think, owns Shutter, so they may have enough money to pick it up as a TV show and then put it out exclusively on Shutter. And the reason why I think this might be possible is because they picked up all the seasons, which I thought was really strange. Right. That Sci-Fi had all of their seasons on there, m- minus the newest one, which is called The Dream Door. So I don't know. I'm hoping they pick it up. It's a possibility. Hopefully they do, and they're smart enough to realize this stuff is pretty gold, and they keep all the same people on board and fucking run with it. So Nick Antosca said he wrote on Instagram and said, after four seasons, Channel Zero is no more at sci-fi. I love making this show, and I would have loved to do more, but I can't complain too much about doing four stories I loved with people who I loved working with. People like our writers, our actors, our extraordinary crew, uh, the artists who contributed, our editors and post team, our composer Jeff Russo, our team at Sci-Fi and UCP, and especially the four awesome directors, Craig McNeil, Stephen Piet, Arkasha Stevenson and Evan Katz. He continued, and before all that, the authors of the original Creepy Pasta stories, Chris Straub, Brian Russell, Carrie Hammond, and Charlotte Bywater. I'm deeply grateful for this experience, especially to everybody who watched and talked about and wrote about the show. There are stories we didn't get to tell and creatures you didn't get to see, but still might. So let's see what happens, guys. 
Other than that, that's it for the news. All right, guys. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of Curse of Evil and the Killing of Satan. We're going to go ahead and do that right now. Alright guys, so we're back, and before we get into these horrible movies, yeah. we're gonna need a drink. And uh Patrick brought some can <laughs> I don't know how to say the fucking name, so I just say that every time. It's a gekaken? Gekakaiken. Alright, two two shitty movies. Let's go! And you guys might want to drink with us because it's gonna be a lot of laughs as we tell you the, the tale. Salute. Sit right back and I'll tell you a tale, a tale of a shitty movie. (laughs) All right, so we're going to start this one off with Curse of Evil from 1982. It's a Shaw Brothers outing, so expect something weird. It's also called Zaizu. Zaizu. (laughs) The story is 13 family members are murdered and then dumped in a well. 30 years later, their descendants are cursed. That's the shorthand version. This is a movie that was directed by Kui Chai Hong, who is also known for Corpse Mania, Stranger in Hong Kong, Spirit of the Raped, Hex, Hex After Hex, and of course, Boxer's Omen, also known as Mo, which is so much better than this. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's also written by Chung Ku Lu, who directed The Black Dragon with Ron Van Cleef, Bastard Swordsman, Return of the Bastard Swordsman, Angel Terminators, and Devil Hunters. It also was written by On Zeto, who wrote Big Brother Chang, Killer Angels, The Tea House, Hex vs. Witchcraft, Hex After Hex, The Boxer's Omen, Brutal Sorcery, Hex vs. Witchcraft, Hex After Hex, The Boxer's Omen, did I already say that? Yeah, I did. And Brutal Sorcery. Some of the stars in this movie, which I'm probably going to butcher their names too, uh, is Liang Chun Tai, who's been in... One Way Only, Bonju, which means Gangmaster, and a few Shaw Brother films. Quite a few. It also stars Faye I, who was in a movie called The Web of Death and Goo. It also stars Lily Lee, who is in a movie called Crazy Sex, When Heaven Burns, The End of the World, One-Armed Hero, Disciples of the 36th Chamber. It also stars Sui Ling Yu, who was in Corpse Mania, Meteor, Return to the 36 Chambers, Hex, Killer Constable, and it also stars, last but not least, Lai Wang, who plays Grandma, a.k.a. Madame. She was in Centipede Horror, Hex vs. Witchcraft, Return of the Dead, and Crazy Sex, and many more, of course. Uh, But those are some of the horror ones. First off, I just want to get your thoughts on this movie, Patrick. So why don't you go ahead and uh, shoot your buttery load all over my fucking imagination. (laughs) What did you think, honestly? Honestly, I uh, 
I disliked it. You disliked it? I I strongly dislike. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sound like you said just liked it. No, I, I yeah no no not even close. Uh, strongly dislike it. Um, you know, it, it was just a fetish film to me. That's all it <laughs> okay. was. Okay. Uh, it, it was a uh, muddled as far as the storyline goes. Kind of lost me in a couple places. Okay. I don't know if that was due to subtitles or just me being fucking stoned out of my mind. <laughs> it could have been either one. It's probably a good thing you were. Yeah. I think it's the only way I made it through that movie. <laughs> uh, but what did you think? Oh, man. Wow. Um, Dig deep. Okay. So what do you say about Curse of Evil? Hmm. And first off, just to be clear, neither of us had seen this movie, so we did not know what to expect going into this movie. Not Patrick, nor I. I thought, oh, cool, it's a weird Asian flick, you know? I can say that I watched and, like, be bedazzled by crazy shit. I like the Boxer's Omen. This one's going to be good, right? Well, for one, right off the bat, the pacing of this movie throws so much goddamn shit at you yeah. that you barely have time to comprehend what the fuck is going on. Add subtitles to the mix, and you'll have to pause and rewind all the time, so you'll be in pause and rewind hell. Uh, everyone speaks so goddamn fast, too, that I'm not it's even sure. To, yeah. It's hard to fucking read it before it's on to the next right. fucking sentence. I was not even sure the, the people that, that use this language could even comprehend what they were saying that quick. Uh, it bounces by so quick some of the scenes you know if you blinked you could miss all the gore or who the family members were if they even really made sense of who they were at all uh i'm sure it's in there somewhere but you're just trying to like catch up with it it's kind of like if they this if they didn't care to explain any of it to you so right. i i tried to cobble it together in my mind while i watched it not that i was you know not that it was like super relevant until the very end yeah uh it's also like you said kind of like a rape fantasy movie it might not intentionally be making the story about rape, but it has more rape in it than, than any movie else. I've ever seen. It has more rape than it does gore. Right. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, keep in mind, I, I have seen my fair share of Asian films, and you will find that a lot of the weirder ones don't really seem to shy away from that kind of stuff. But this one has about, I think, like eight or nine fucking rape scenes in it. And some of them are like back to back. <laughs> right? Like and it's like Jesus Christ, dude. I, so like, you know, I'm to be fair about it, I'm try to comprehend any other reason why they would have put this much rape in a movie and maybe it's to show just how evil these people are. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I tried to be nice. That's that's my point on that. Uh, it, it is essentially a tale ultimately about a greed and mental illness mixed with a curse, but they'll be so thrown off by what's happening and how the family sort of just shrugs everything off that you won't even know what to think. Plus, it makes itself a, kind of like a monster movie or like some sort of paranormal ghost movie. Uh, it like tries to throw you off the trail, but in the end, it's not even a monster or a paranormal movie it's whatsoever. It's a Scooby-Doo episode. Right. That's what I thought. I thought it's like, it's like if Scooby-Doo and friends made an episode with a ton of rape scenes and deplorable people. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, it's evil in the sense that the story just makes everyone a big pile of shit one way or another. Um, or evil in this case, <laughs> I guess. Um, I was pretty dumbfounded by it, though. It's kind of like a wide but not enjoyable ride. Like yeah. a wild, wild but not enjoyable ride. Um, just kind of schlocky nonsense with killings with some cool effects in it, but nothing amazing. It, it, you know, 
it's definitely deplorable is a good word for it. It's a deplorable film that has one of the most convoluted stories I've probably ever seen in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a good way necessarily either. I don't think I'd watch this again just because it's all over the fucking place. But I have to give it to the story for at least throwing me off the scent of what the fuck was going on. But when you've confused the shit out of me with who the characters are and none of them really matter, it doesn't really get that many points for it. But it is pretty out there, I guess. Um, was it even worth it by the end? I would say, you know, like it's like, no, no, I, you know, add a bunch of rape scenes that really just need to don't need to be in there. But I guess, you know, it's kind of a tale about how fucked up the world is and how, you know, greed is a real thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to be like, you know, open minded about it to try to give it a fair chance. That's here. why I tossed it over you, dude, because right. there's no way I was going to spin this in a positive way. I probably wouldn't recommend this to anybody, many people like many people just because it's kind of like one of those movies that's just so bad it's good kind of way but it's not it's even though it's got you know it probably falls into that category but it's just bad it's definitely not one of the shaw brothers finest hours nor chi hung for that matter not his one of his greatest pieces and apparently this was made between the movies bewitched and the boxer's omen for christ's sake and both of those are pretty much one of the two movies that everybody talks about of his so it is a little weird that that you know it's not some of his finest work in between those two because uh, this isn't a shadow of those uh, although I haven't seen Bewitched I don't think at least not a long while it's just it goes by a couple of different names so I always get confused um, but the only bit of trivia that I really kind of found I have a little bit extra but this one of the things is is that they said that apparently Kuei Chi Hung the director took over the director seat from Feng Wong who left for some reason and they don't say why um, he oh, we was, know why he was in a movie he made the direct he was the director of the movie hard-boiled killers so um, I would say that I probably would not buy this one. It's just not that good. You know, like it's not it doesn't have like the charm of like those weird Asian flicks that I love. Right. You it know doesn't what I even mean? have the charm of bad movies being bad for the sake of being bad. Right. It, and it, it, like some of the like I mean, literally, like there's probably like, I don't know, a good 20, 30 minutes of like rape scenes in this movie. <laughs> Like, 30 minutes at least, I think, overall of how many there were, like, just constantly. And like you said, back to back. You can tell it's sort of like they wanted to tell this sort of social piece about China and society. But I didn't really pick up on it as I don't live there. Right. So I didn't really understand it as much. Uh, and maybe they were making fun of, like, how people are in that world. And that's why how fucked up people are, I guess. Just to be fair, if I could spin it some fucking way. But the characters are super forgettable, and that's never really a good sign in these type of movies, to be honest. Well, the only one that was even memorable is because how big of a piece of shit he was. Right. And, and, and you know, if the characters aren't really good, it's not, like I said, it's not a good sign unless the gore is on point, which it has somewhat good effects, at least shitty enough that made me laugh and kind of be interested in what the fuck I was going to see next. But they really didn't show that much. They showed, like, frogs and this weird creature that I won't tell you until later. Uh, but, you know, some of the effects were a little wonky at, at best at times. And, and, you know, it's weird enough that it made me kind of interested. But again, like I said, I was dumbfounded by, you know, 
a lot of this, but we'll try not to explain any of it here. We'll do it in the spoiler section. So if this is not a type of movie that, you know, this is definitely not a movie for your normal average horror movie goer. If you are into those weird films, you might get a few laughs out of it or real in horror um, more than the movie really offers, I guess. I don't know. But by the end of the movie, you'll be like, wait, what? Okay, wait, wait, what? Huh? What? Which could be considered good, like some sort of like crazy masterpiece. But it was like the journey to those that bit, the the best thing about the movie and why it all's happening is the is the only time you really understand what was been going on the whole time. Yeah. And then when you find out, it's like, yeah, it's just not. I don't know, but yeah. That's that's pretty much all I got to say about that. It's not one of the better ones that I've seen. I really don't feel any need to go see it. Uh, Oily Maniac is pretty fucking stupid too, but I'd rather watch that <laughs> than this movie for sure. Like, and those are like in those weird movies. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. So uh, that some of the trivia that I did have is that I I was you know doing my research and everything, and some of the people compare this movie to an updated version of a movie called The Maze from 1953. The the website The Bloody Pit of Horror they quoted saying it's clear someone saw the bizarre 1953 horror mystery The Maze, an obscure and random source to crib from if there ever was one and decided to do an updated version of it by adding gore slime sex to the mix quay did pretty much the exact same thing with hex 19 from 1980 a version of a the french suspense classic called les diabliques which uh, was from 1955, he said, which began as a rather routine updating of the original before going into its own crazy direction. So it's hmm. about the only thing I have for those nerds out there that know a lot about this, Don and Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you probably know all about this, and you'll probably take some interest in this, buddy, from uh, the Horror Mafia podcast. So if you guys want to check that out, you should. Don and Ellie's like super into these types of movies, and he knows a hell of a lot more than I do. But I do my best, okay, guys? So just don't give me any shit, all right? I want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> so... At this point, we're probably going to get into our spoilers section a little bit um, to talk about this movie. Might be kind of a beat for beat because I got to tell you my journey while watching this movie and like what my emotions were and what was happening to me, um, how I reeled in horror at times and like was like slapping my face like trying to wake myself up kind of thing. So, yeah. <laughs> so if you don't want anything spoiled, 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 yeah, if you don't want anything spoiled, uh, all you have to do is just skip to the next uh, movie. I'll try to put a notation in the uh, notes. I'm going to start trying to do that. So also as a notice for you guys that want to watch these films, if you want to try, uh, they're up both on YouTube, so you can look them both up on there. That's how we watched it, because we couldn't find them anywhere else. So so essentially, they talk about, they kind of preface the whole fucking movie. They started out, and you got this narrator telling you about this family called the She Family, and that there, there was 13 of them that were murdered, and there was a small boy who was murdered, like a child. Uh, and they were thrown, their bodies are thrown in a well, and there was some sort of curse, like, pretty much, right? Right, right. They didn't Something really... that what, what I got confused on is that there's these blood frogs they talk about. We'll get into that. Okay, you gotta explain to me. I, I don't know what it is. Well, I know what it is because they tell you at the end of the movie. Like, no, how do the blood frogs come into existence, though? Well, 
I, I will explain that. We'll get into that. But we're not going to jump there yet. All right. So the family of the she fan, the she family, I should say, die pretty inexplic- inexplicably because by some bandits that killed them, basically. So the, it's weird, too, because, like, in the very beginning, they, like, introduce, like, everybody's, like, saying happy birthday to grandma, and she hands them a red envelope, and she's like, here's your red envelope, which I assume is money. Right. Because everybody's like, you can tell that they're all scumbags just trying to say happy birthday and that we wish you a long life and it's all fake because they want the money. Yeah. Like, it seems like that everybody is like, except for one girl, Ming Ming, who is like the genuine sweetheart of the group and everybody else is pieces of fucking shit bags. So they're celebrating this birthday and then like two of the family members just die. Like, one of them, like, just falls over and convulses, and the other one faints and dies because they saw their husband die, right? Now right. it was. Yeah. But you find out later that pretty much, I think he was poisoned, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's all upset, and it's this big thing. And so they think it's the curse because Grandma Madame always talks about fucking the curse <laughs> and the blood frog curse, I guess, the bloody frog curse. Um so they're like preparing for worship or something like that. The 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 butler Quan mm-hmm. is like sticking like incense in the in the thing, and he's getting help from one of the maids. And then a bird just flops on his head. <laughs> it just like dies suddenly on his head, and like it's split open, and it just like bleeds on his face. It looked like he was pecking like at his head, like pulling some of the skin off. No, I think it was just puking up its guts. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just fell over. You see it on the branch, and then it just... Blah. Right. And then the girl, the maid's, like, freaking out because she saw the shutter, the window slamming by itself, and she thought it was the ghost. So she, like, runs into Grandma. And she's like, oh, my God, Grandma! And the Grandma's like, oh, it's the bloody frog curse. Oh, so the bloody frog curse. My son died at 20 years old or some shit like that back in the day and it must be true that the bloody frog curse is about so from like the dragon king or whatever well they don't talk about that till later so there's like two cooks in the house there's like a lot of family members it's really fucking hard to understand let's just say that some people married into the family some didn't uh some of them like are cousins and nephews you never they call everybody calls each other cousin so you don't know. It's like they do call Quan the butler uncle. Right. And then grandma madam. But everybody else, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Do you remember the scene where the, the like cook is like cutting the chicken's head off and she gets blood on her face and freaks out and then I was <laughs> like, You just cut a live animal's head off. Yeah. Are you I don't gonna know, freak out about a little I, blood? I didn't understand that. Like she's like really panicking, guys. And like She's got her hair braided down the back. She's got, like, really long hair, and it's, like, braided all the way down. And you see her hair, like, dangling in front of the cooking pot, and the fire catches it, and she gets she gets, she gets gets caught on fire, and everybody's, like, panicking. And, like, some fucking idiot, like, the father of, like, somebody, tries to throw water on her, completely misses her. Did you notice that? Yeah. And then uh, everybody's trying to put her out, and they barely do. Um, so, obviously, the, the curse is in full effect at this point. You know, everybody's wondering, but it's it's really just happenstance. Right. It's not like anything to do with the curse. But I guess the viewer, for the viewer, you're like, oh, what is happening? And they keep talking about, oh, it was the ghost. It was the, it, she was possessed somehow. And they go, when she goes 
like one of the cousins is like a doctor or something. She was like a nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they like take her in the back and they pull off her like they cut off her clothes and like her butthole's just hanging out. It's like really <laughs> weird, and she's got this little red mark. And they're like, "How did you not get burned? That's so weird. How did you not get burned?" And uh, so they keep telling everybody in the house like it's it's weird. She must have been possessed, and that's why she didn't get hurt because the the demon like or whatever the fuck. So this girl's like in a lot of pain though. She's acting like she got like severe burns, even though she didn't get burned, which makes absolutely no, no fucking sense. sense, dude. Woman, one of the women in the in the house is is sitting outside having tea and almost gets bitten by a bloody frog. That's where you saw the bloody frog, right? And you see this like comical special effects puppet that looks like greasy. It's like white with like green and red stripes on it. Like wavy stripes, right? It literally looked like a plastic toy, though. And, and it looks like a critter. Like its mouth is full of those kind of teeth, like the razor teeth, yeah. right? Which, by the way, guys, we're going to be doing that soon. The, the, the quad. Oh, are you the quadrille? Oh, yeah. So uh, of critters, anyway. Um, but yeah, like apparently, a blood frog is a frog with steel teeth covered in human blood which is a bad omen i guess they talk about that is that what you're talking about like you didn't understand yeah i didn't i didn't really see that's what i'm saying i got lost in something while i was watching it but basically you find out later what all this other fucking shit is but i don't want to get to that point just yet so it'll be towards the end they explain why the blood frogs are actually real and why so the cook she's now in another room right Right. Getting medical attention. They're putting uh, ointment on her burns, which is not really a... It looked like someone spanked her a little hard, and she has a... Right. And they kind of jump cut. So it's like, it doesn't really make sense. So you don't know who's who at first, sometimes. Like, it, yeah. like you haven't even gotten that well acquainted with the characters to really even know, like, you know, like, it'd be, inter- it'd be different if it was, like, some really f- big girl, and she happened to have a red bow in her hair, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, you do with different characters, because, you know what I mean? Like, you... Right. They you have, try to break them up. Yeah, you try to make them each different, but they all just kind of, like, run together. Yeah, it's a little muddled. Yeah. Um. But what were you going to say? So oh, what happens? After that, yeah, yeah, where the, the guy's peeking on her. That's, you know... It's creepy, but the way that scene happens, I like the way it plays out because it just looked like an anime scene to me. Like the way he Kinda, pokes his yeah. like, cigarette through the, the blinds and peeks through. And- but yeah, she sneaks a, like a cup of water and then splashes it in his face. Yeah, through the screen. Through the screen so that she wouldn't let anybody else know that he was peeking in on her breasts right. that he was staring at. Which this movie has nudity, by the way. And uh, it's on YouTube. Well, they just probably don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward a little bit. The girl that's burned... Right. Who's laying in the bed? She's the the cousin, and this is where we got our shot from, by the way, guys. Uh, he has this. His name is Quion. Yeah, Kion or something like, like I think that. It's Keon. He's got this silver medallion that he wears around his neck, and he spins it and holds it in front of people's faces, and it hypnotizes them into like this trance mode, which he then forces himself upon people. Isn't this where he like gets a little rapey with that chick? Yeah, he did. He got rapey with the fucking with the the maid who was burned. No, it was somebody else. No, oh, I can't even tell. Right. See, that's the thing. Like we see that like they put so much emphasis on a girl being in the bed. Yeah. Like it's obviously, but then they they just jump cut to another person in the bed, and you have no idea. They don't even show her face. 
Well, they did when she stood up for a little bit and she looked at the coin. Because right. Remember, okay. she he woke her up and. Then but it was she, so like, fast. Yeah, it, it was hard to distinguish the two scenes. But anyway, one of the maids, I guess, gets raped by him because he holds a medallion in front of her face, and then he like all of a sudden it's like this quick scene. You see her like bent over. You don't really see him. Right. You see him like making go uh, uh, uh. <laughs> making the yeah the and then faces. they then they just snap to another scene where. The, the girl's walking down the hallway. Right, and then there's like... These are the back-to-back rape scenes I was talking well, about. Well, no, 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 this wasn't the one. You're, you're thinking of a different one. This is the one where she was in the bed, and then the, 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 the teacher comes over for Ming Ming to learn her lessons. Oh, you're right, right, right. And that, when Ming Ming's on her way to this from this huge mansion that they all live in, um, Ming Ming is stopped by the rapist guy, Kian, who... Is like, oh, let me, uh, she got sick or something. What happened? What was it that she she felt dizzy or something like that? And he was like, oh, let me take you to your study. Oh, yeah, yeah. She felt dizzy is what it was. Something like that. And so she goes into the study and then he tries to pull the fucking coin trick with her. And she puts up a mirror. Yeah, and it ends up and, like hypnotizing him. And it, yeah, it ends up to fucking hypnotizing him. And then he tries to play the shit off like, "Oh, I'm possessed. I'm possessed," and like jumps on her and like tries to rape her because yeah. he's like possessed by a ghost. It's like, dude, like this is terrible, <laughs> man. Terrible. Like, and I, as that's happening, remember one of the other maids is outside the door. Oh yeah, that's right. She comes in. No, 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 no. That's a different one. That's a different one. You're thinking you're getting confused between people. I thought you're you're wrong. I can tell I, you, I, I wrote sh- every single fucking thing down here. All every right, scene. All right. Well, the whole thing was so muddled that it's yeah. Yeah, it's all similar. That's why. Uh, but yeah, that's not the scene. They basically what happens is is that somebody comes in. She does come in. Somebody come. The family comes in, and they're like, "You're a beast." The family comes into the room and they're like, you're a beast, you're a beast. And the teacher comes in and sees him being that way to her. And then they get into a scuffle. Kian and the teacher, Ku, I think his name is K-U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Or Zhu. Something like that. I don't fucking know, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking too much to remember there. But it doesn't even matter because the characters are so fucking dumb. Yeah, really dumb. I'm just thinking, like, already we've had, like, three fucking rapes or two rapes or whatever. And I'm like, great movie. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm thinking of you. I'm like, I wonder if Kelly's, like. Oh, no, there was definitely, like, the, uh, what the fuck are you watching? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's can be sometimes okay. But in this case, yeah, I understand, Kelly. What the fuck are we watching? (laughs) Oh, I was cursing you a little bit. I was like, "Damn you, Alex!" <laughs> well, and this is yeah. So then this is funny too. So like, yet again, Keon's insatiable rapey appetite turns on again, and he takes on the burned cook yet again, which she's obviously refuses. But he ties her up. Uh, one of the other women overhear the commotion in the room and open the door to say, "Cousin, you're a beast!" And then just shuts the door and walks out. Like yeah. no big deal. Yeah. What like the fuck. Uh, Wow, our cousin's raping again. Jesus, I'm going to go eat a hamburger. Again? Yeah. Try something original. (laughs) So so she walks out, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is this movie? None of this seems real. And then she walks away across the hallway, opening the door, and a weird tentacle beast is like growling and moving about with tentacles and shit. And it's like... Like, and I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) So the next moment, they pan back 
to the rape in progress across the hall and you hear a screaming because they, they then pan out to the hallway again. You hear, help, help from one of the girls, presumably the rape in progress. You don't know because they didn't show anything with the girl going in the room or anything. Yeah. They just opened the door and then, but no, it's, you know, it's the other chick who didn't care about the rape being raped by the horned, slimy, demon tentacle monster thing as it's like spilling goo off of its face onto her mouth and shit. And it's growling and it's wiggling its tentacle legs. Like, holy shit, this movie yeah, is. It was like a mermaid, but tentacles instead of like fins. Dude, what the fuck, dude? I'm like. You know what the face kind of looked like, dude? Like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Donnie Darko. No, not for me. It almost looked like the bunny creature, dude. Dude, it looked like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> like in physical form. Like, I'm not joking. It had the antlers and weird shit made no goddamn sense. No. Um, But it's like, you know, it's like wiggling. They don't give a fuck in this movie, by the way. They're just like, yeah, like another rape scene. No big deal. The family busts in at this moment, right? They, to see her face being ripped off by this slug-like creature and it jumps out the window to slither down the hall and into a well. And then everybody goes on about their fucking day. Right! What? Uh, what the fuck? You just, not only did you just find out that everyone's getting fucking raped. <laughs> that there's demons? But there's a fucking creature in the house. And everybody's just like, well, that's weird. <laughs> I better call the exterminator. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've had better days. <laughs> Let's have some tea. Fuck! Is dinner time yet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, this rapes really got me famished. It, oh my god! But apparently, there's you know some of the bodies. Apparently, you find out at this point in time that were put down in the well. The grandma talks about it because they like every time some fucked up shit happens, they always go back to grandma and they're like, "Hey, grandma, some fucking ghost is in the house. What do you think?" And she's like, "Well, must be the curse of some sort, you know." And, and you know, I'm just like really confused at this point in time. Yeah. Like, literally, if there was a monster in the house, the last thing I'd want to do. And they're like, "Well, should we call the cops? I think we should call the cops." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And then the fucking cops come, dude. I That's mean, granted, like, if, if that weird shit was happening, like, you call the cops, they think you're crazy. Right. You know what I mean? But then you see all the, like, slimy, oozy, weird shit, and you're like, okay, maybe there's some validity to this story. Like, I don't know. But apparently, they had the cops over. The cops, like, interview the grandma separately, by the way. That was, like, a big deal for no reason. They never explain. Real quick. That cop looked like the bad guy in Bloodsport. Was that no, him? No, that's not him. No. It totally did look like him, though. I don't know, man. Like, this movie just gets a little weird, like... Yeah. And, like, it's so fast-paced, guys. Like, it's so weird, too, because the movie's, like, an hour and 19 minutes. Which, like, you could almost say, like, the last 10 minutes could have factored in a little bit of fucking cadence to what they were doing, but it was, like... It was like everything was like, oh my god, oh, 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 what the fuck is this? Oh, call the cops. And the cops are there all of a sudden. It's like these edits are like, it's like they edited it too much. Like mm -hmm. they might have had like 15 hours of footage and they just whittled it down to this like, you know, hour. <laughs> and it was just like, bam, 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 bam. Um, anyway, so we fast forward. The rape cousin gets found out for raping one of the servants, one of the maids, I guess, because she yells it out, I think. Well, she got pregnant. 
That's right, yeah. And, and then the father attacks him. Like, one of the fathers in the house, I don't know who he is. I think it's his stepfather or whatever. That's right, it is his stepfather. Yeah, you're right. Like, because it's his mom's husband. Right. Right. Because he says to him at one point in time, he's like, you're not my real father. <laughs> I can marry your daughter if I want to. <laughs> like, ugh. Uh, anyway, so he gets found out. They get into a fight. The father loses, so everyone just goes about the regular day after that, of course. Oh, there's a rapist in the house. No big deal. Because, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this can't be normal in this country, right? Oh, like, this another is another Monday, man. This is clearly, like, some story that they're trying to say. They're exacerbating, not exacerbating, they're making it a lot worse, you know, to prove a point about society and the culture, maybe. I don't know. Like, yeah. I hope. <laughs> Otherwise, fuck. Yeah, dude. Uh, suddenly, you, and, and the other thing you see is, you, like, you see, like, this shadowy figure in the movie. You don't know who it is. Right. And they, like, pick up a handful of guts, and they drag it to the sewer and drop it down into this open well that looks like a, like a tomb. They, like, move the, the thing over, and they drop it down, and you see all these, a bunch of hungry blood frogs, like, chewing on the meat. And uh, you're like, oh, okay. Like, somebody's, like, walking around, I guess. It's, like, suddenly turned into a Chinese Jap a giallo of some sort. Right. You know, like, some sort of fucking slasher movie, which it's not. <laughs> no. Um, and then, the, like, two of the cousins go upstairs into the attic, and that's when they find the genealogy book. They call it a genealogy book, but it's basically just a track of every one of the family members and, like, when they lived, born, died, like, what they liked and things like that. And they they figure out that everyone seems to die at the age of 20 for some reason, and they don't know why. Which now the curse is called something else, which is the Dragon King's curse. Right. So they confide in the grandmother again. She says, oh, it must be the Dragon King's curse. <laughs> like, wait, What? I thought it was the bloody frog curse. <laughs> Get your story straight, Grandma. Well, clearly she's, like, fucking with them, you know, because you find out by the end some shit, right? Right. Um, I don't know. And then that shadowy figure shows up again, I think, and then poisons the food to kill the rape cousin, supposedly, so you, you, you think. And uh, Kian, but in an act of rebellion by the maid who was raped... She drinks his soup. She was like, oh, I wonder how his soup tastes. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, she's spitting in it in her, but drinking it. Right. And the poison that the shadowy figure put in there poisons her. And this next scene made no fucking sense. She's puking literally, like, for, like, a good solid minute. Yeah. Like, blah, like, fucking trauma style, like, everywhere. <laughs> I'm like... And then they decide to tie her up from, I guess, hurting herself. They're like, tie her up! You're going to tie a woman up to a bed when you have a rapist in the house? Like, Well, not only that, it was the rapist that helped her tie. I think, was it? Or somebody else. I don't know. But even if you're going to tie somebody up so they didn't hurt themselves, they could be sick. Right. And why would you bound and gag them so that they wouldn't hurt themselves? Like This movie just goes off the fucking walls. Dude. I said, I was just like, okay, we'll go with that, I guess. Door, you see the door start to creep open, and one of those little blood frogs squeezes his little sharp teeth in, and uh, it's like, oh no, you know, the blood, <laughs> the, the stupid fucking puppets here, which of course, you know, it let out Godzilla noises, by the way. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the Godzilla. It was totally the Godzilla noises, dude. Mm-hmm. And it just does it for no apparent reason. And then they eat her to death. It just bites her to death. That's what they say. With no origins of where these blood frogs come from. Right. Just another day in the she household. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like, first of all, if like any of these number of events happened, I don't care where you lived. I would get a hotel. She's rich enough. She has all this money. Borrow some money and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Because there's cl- this house is clearly condemned and you don't want to be there anymore especially with a fucking rapey cousin yeah you don't want no cousin love i don't know what the fuck dude now here's the fun part you find out that the old rape cousin kian was the one who poisoned the maid and it's like oh well shit he's such a master planner that he knew that she would drink from his soup so he poisoned his own soup to poison her like what (laughs) Nobody's going to fucking know that. So his stepfather calls him out on it, and he's like, hey, uh, Keon's like, well, hey, you know, it saves us a lot of hassle, am I right? Because she's pregnant, and she's dead now. We don't have to deal with all that money. And the mom's like, calm down. The father, like, calls him a beast, and they get into a scuffle again, and the mom's like, calm down, calm down, calm down, you know? And then the mom's like, yeah, well, I helped him. She, like, admits to helping her son right. try to murder the maid. I'm like, this family has fucking issues, dude. Like, like really bad. Well, not only that, later on they start conspiring to kill the grandmama or grandmama or whatever. Yeah, I think you're right because they all, well, they all want the money anyway. Yeah. yeah. So it's just... It, well, it's, it's funny, too, because then the mom who tried to... Who poisoned the other maid, and she was clearly capable of trying to help somebody like fucking murder somebody and that's totally cool now decides that she's gonna pay off the other maid to leave like what yeah like you just murdered the other people why would you and she gives her like three hundred dollars or some shit right right yeah it was three hundred exact yeah yeah and then that mom the the mom of keon walks outside and she's like all proud of her work you know and she gets she walks by the koi pond i think it was Mm-hmm. Where the like slug dragon king like jumps out and drowns her suddenly. Right, the little antler. Yeah, Rudolph the reindeer. Dude, it's stupid looking, and it really does look like a derpy fucking like Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. It, it's a bad like, like antlers. There's, mm. I thought they were horns because it was so dark, but they're antlers, plastic rubbery antlers. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is a shitty creature. And, like it looks like it's all flopping. Its face is all flopping around when it's like chewing on people's face and shit. When I first saw it, like, the first time you see it and it's crawling down that alley, that was a cool-looking scene. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it definitely is kind of like, okay, what the fuck is this? Right. Ha- what's happening now? That's how you sold me on the movie, actually. Like, dude, go to 20 minutes. Yeah, go around there and see what this fucking weird shit's going on here. Right. I was like, I didn't even really watch it. I just saw, like, 10 seconds. And I was like, okay, this is weird. I gotta right. watch this. Um. But yeah, that was like she dies and they don't even really explain it and it doesn't even show her death. And I was like, well, that's kind of lame. You know, like he jumps out of the pond all right. of a sudden. Like, well, doesn't the like her husband end up leaving right after that scene? Um, well, actually, right after that scene, you see the shadow person come up behind Keon and f- just like cut his throat and cut his head off. Oh, yeah, yeah, They yeah. put him up in the chair in the office and then put his head up on the rack. Right. Like he's like a stuffed deer. Or like something. an ornament or some right. shit. Like, But, you know, well, don't get too comfortable yet about any other rape scenes because, well, it's time for a rape scene. 
You know, because like every time this monster, by the way, fucking kills somebody, it tries to it rapes them. Yep. Like I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Like it, it's like raping every single person, and then it bites their skin and takes a piece of their flesh. It kills them. Right. So the maid who was paid three hundred dollars to leave, who accepted it, is about to leave, and she passes a tub where the Dragon King is lurking, and beneath it, he's like in the in the I don't know if it's a tub or like it looked really weird. It was like murky like yellow water yeah i didn't know what the fuck it was actually yeah i don't know if it was like a big tub of food because they have so many people maybe it's like a rice cooker or i don't know I it a don't rice know. cooker yeah we, you know they got big families they gotta make a lot of rice well this time he shoots like a tongue or something out yeah it's like a tentacle i don't know what it is it has like sharp teeth and you see it like it shoots out and it grabs her shirt and it rips her top off so she's now top, nude from the top of you know, from the waist up. And as you might have guessed, it proceeds to rape her. <laughs> Again. Again. By flip flapping about with his little weird tentacle arm legs or whatever the fuck it is. I, uh, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. It's like this movie has to be like record breaking in rape scenes. Like it really has to be. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with this many rape scenes in a movie. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So like, I mean, if we add it up, it's probably like 10. At least. I think it's like 10. Like now that I like like I'm putting it together in my mind, I'm like Jesus Christ! At least attempted rapes. Yeah, there's like ten scenes with either an attempted rape or rape scene. I think most of them are rapes. So and and by God, this creature, by the way, it looks like a slimy cartoon. Like I said, reindeer, reindeer, which like with fucking the rubber antlers as its face tears off her neck. Like it's skin and it's like, like with, and it's like cartoonish eyes, dude. Like they're white eyes with like a little dot. Yep. Or maybe it's like black eyes with like a white dot. It's one or the other. I can't remember, dude. Uh, I'm just. It's horrible. I, I can't wait till I forget this movie. <laughs> well, we're, we're almost done, guys. Hang in there. We're, we're, I, I just want to break this down for you because I'm saving you the trouble if you've never seen it. And if you have seen it, you can join us in, in like the disaster that happened before our eyes. <laughs> It's like a train wreck. It's like, you know, you, you, you're rubbernecking as you're driving down the road when He's someone's like, huh? like, what is this? What is right. it? See a mangled body show, you know? Uh, the youngest daughter, Ming Ming, who is like the good girl, she gets a note put on her mirror and it says, you're in peril. Come to the basement at 10 p.m. if you want to find out more. And then she goes down there and the butler apparently falls into a well and is attacked by those blood, blood frogs. frogs. Yeah, and it's like they got like two blood frogs on either side of his face, and he's making this like really retarded face. He's like, <laughs> but he gets out. Yeah, he gets out of the blood frog pit. And every time he gets attacked by one of these creatures, it's like the next scene. It's like nothing ever happened to him. His face is totally normal. Yeah, that's true There's too. No I didn't, scars. Yeah, like no scars. Oh yeah, yeah, this fucking shit pile of a movie, dude. <laughs> So, okay, so at this point now, like, as if someone had the common sense to just get the fuck out, the father whose wife poisoned the the maid right, uh, decided to leave because too much was going on. It was like, we're out of here. They hand the key to Ming Ming and say, if you want to know the secret, go to the well where your ancestors are buried, and that's the story. She of course, goes down there with her teacher and discover 12 skeletons when there should be 13. They, like, count the skulls. They're like, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's that slow. And I'm like, Jesus, are we really counting to 12 well, right now? they didn't start from one. Oh, I maybe they started from six. Okay, whatever. 
I, I thought you had detailed notes over there. Bob. I have pretty fucking detailed notes, I would say. <laughs> but there's uh, they so they find this out. They're like, wait, isn't there supposed to be thirteen? They find like a hidden room in the well. Well, yeah, they, there's like light coming through the bricks. She's like, oh, what's that light? Yeah, and they push their way through, and they ven- venture deeper and find Grandma, who's been missing for like a spell, aka Madam. She's down there holding a baby skeleton with red eyes. Dude, that baby <laughs> literally looked like a Jeff Dunham puppet. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does, right? It did. Like the, 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 I can't think of the character's what name. What is it? Boneface or? I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah. He, Whatever. But yes, think of Jeff Dunham's puppets. That's what it looked like. It really was ridiculous. It didn't look like, like they, they all freak out, by the way, at this point in time. She's like, my brother, my little dong, my little dong. Did she call him dong? Was it Dong? Yeah, it was like Dong Hugh, Dong Hugh, hmm. my little Dong, and I was like, "It's kind of weird." <laughs> Is it from the Ding Dongs? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, like. But she's just like you can see that she's like kind of lost her mind, and they freak out, and she's like stabbing the teacher who came down there with Ming Ming because she goes to the teacher first to get his help, and then they go down to the well, and then he's, like, having a a battle with the grandma, and she's stabbing him. With scissors, yeah. In the back, like, repeatedly. Dude, that's one thing I will say. The way, the intent that she was going after him with such veracity, I liked. I was like, okay, because it wasn't, like, you know, over-dramatized. It was like, no, kill you, kill you now. And finally, you get to see a real kill. Right. Like, like in action, instead of just, like, this tearing your flesh off, and then cut to the next scene. Right. This is, like, the longest period of scene. Like, it goes on and on. So, (laughs) then she, she tries, after she kills him... He falls down, and she tries. Ming Ming tries to get away, and by the way, it took like how many steps to the back to kill him? By the way, oh, like fifteen. Like uh, it, was it was like, like twenty or repeated. Like, like I think yeah. they repeated the footage, though. You think? It's yeah, like, I, I think put that on did. a loop. Yeah, it, it, you see, you see um, that the grandma is trying to stab Ming Ming now, and she's like over, and they're like wrestling on the ground, and then all of a sudden, you see this guy, this cloaked figure comes jumping down from the stairs from somewhere and then comes over and just chops off grandma's head and it fucking rolls over to the left and it's Uncle Quan the butler and he and he's like he takes his mask off for like a second he's like it's me it's Uncle Quan and then he puts the mask back on like why is it because he was hurt because his face got scratched up no 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 that wasn't Uncle Quan that was like no it was Uncle Quan no yes it was he said it i remember because he's like, I'm your grandfather. See, because Uncle Quan the, is the, the butler. The, the, the butler, yes, was the one that. Well, we're getting to the end of the story here, where everything comes to an head now. But right, he's the one that gave the baby to Grandmama, who was actually just a servant. Right, he is, and I'll explain this because you must not have caught this part because it I was, probably yeah yeah because he goes, I am your grandfather, and she's like, wait, what, how? And he's like, well, let me sit down and tell you a story if you don't believe me. And so he says, you're my daughter, or you're my you're my granddaughter, Ming Ming, who you're not related to grandma, the madam. Because apparently, and this is really where it blows your fucking mind, 30 years prior, Quan was a servant to rich people in the same house. And the grandma was, her name was Leon, 
who was a maid for the same rich people who, by the way, they kept chained in a cell, by the way, for some fucking reason. <laughs> they don't even explain it. Yeah, they don't even explain it. And he's a servant, but he's not chained, so I don't understand that. But both Leon and Quan had children at the same time with separate people. So, like... Maybe she got raped and she had a baby, and they're like, well, we can't Right, that. well, they, that's why they wanted to keep... So the, the family members, the original real she family wanted to take her baby away from her and as they take her baby away from her and not and leave her chained they get attacked by bandits and all murdered including the baby yep and then Quan shows up with his baby and he's like look i got this really fucking good idea like well actually after the bandits killed everybody the the police showed up and left her chained by the way they left her chained in the fucking cell like, uh, what is going on, dude? So the police come, and she's like, please don't throw my baby in the well, because they're throwing all the bodies of the dead she family into their own well in the house, and they throw the baby. He's just like, bloop. <laughs> just chuck it down the well, you know, like, fuck that baby. And she's freaking out, you know? And then so, like I said, Quan shows up with his own son holding him, and he's like, he proposes this plan to pretend to be the she family and that Leanne, who is now who is grandma through the beginning of the story, will play the part as the she family and take over the estate and they split it. Quan will pretend to be the butler. He will continue to be the servant, as he says, and she will pretend to be that that's her child of the she family. Like they took the baby and they didn't think anything of it. Hmm. So they just kind of took over the family's money. Hmm. Right. So grandma, who is the old maid for the, the original she family, wanted to cut Uncle Quan out of the deal and everyone else. So she went on a spree of killing people. And Ming Ming is actually Quan's granddaughter. That's where he explains it. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah. So this, uh, I mean, yeah, there was a lot to digest in I that section. I was entirely way too high. You should, yeah, you're probably way too high to be reading. I mean, there was a lot. Yeah. Like, I literally paused it, like, every minute just to make sure I could get this story and be able to tell it. And I hope it's it, it's making sense to you guys, because I know we're an hour in talking to this movie, but I got to tell you the telling of this tale. <laughs> we're almost done, I swear to God. Do you remember what happens next after that? He's like, well, let's let's go back to this house. And it's this like long scene where they're like walking away. I don't remember this. They go out of the well. They climb up some stairs. And he's like, here, let me take you back to the house. And we're going to be happy now. Everything. He's like, I'm so sorry that I had to do. The, I had to kill. Just Oh, I remember now. Okay. Right. Go ahead. No, no, no. So they go back in the house. And then the creature shows back up again. Jumps through the window at him. Right. At Quan. And then kills Quan. He starts sucking his eyeballs out of his head with the, the fucking tentacles, right? And yeah. eats one at a time. Yeah, he's like he like pinches his eye, and you see him like chew it up in his you know his little beak. And then he goes to the other eye, does the same thing. And then Ming Ming tries to fucking save him and pulls on the dragon's head, which is really funny looking because it's fake, and only to reveal. And the big reveal, it's Mr. Withers! As, and, and, she, and he explains the plan to Scooby and the gang, and he retorts, and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for the meddling kids! Uh, no, but it's Doctor the doctor. Right. The, apparently, in the beginning of the movie, this doctor comes by right before the rapist gets in trouble, 
for for saying that she was pregnant. Wasn't he coming to check up on Grandma? Right, he was checking on Grandma, and all of a sudden he's like got a mouthful of flesh. She rips off the head, and you find she sees the metal teeth laying on the ground, and you see the freaked out Doctor Koo, I guess his name is. He's like dripping right gore from his mouth like an idiot. <laughs> But he was one of the doctors that visited the family before in the movie earlier to take care of Grandma. Oh, my God, this movie, dude. Dude. Like, even when Friday the 13th did it and it wasn't actually Jason, at least there were some decent kills in the movie. Right. Well, this you know, and the worst part is, it's like, you know, in order to make this the fucking curse of evil, it's not over yet. No, of course not. Not is it just that the, the, the doc has been murdering people in the sake of the she family name, I guess. Like, maybe he was, like, some long-lost son or some shit. I don't know. I think he was just a creepy doctor that wanted to rape people. <laughs> right, it's so weird. It's and so then, so, of course, to make this movie even better, the doc wants to rape her. He's like, well, I couldn't just waste all this without, you know, raping you. So he just starts trying to rape her again. Oh, my God. Dude. Jesus. But fortunately, it gets foiled. You know, she smashes a vase over his head and then she flees from him and he chases her after into the kitchen when she uses like a fire log from the from the cooking pot or whatever. Right. And she forces him into the cooking pot where he boils to death. And even that scene was pretty weak. Yeah. Well, they show the like bubbly face. Right. But it was. (laughs) It it literally looked like bubble yum or something. I don't know what the fuck was on his face, but it was weird. And then at the very end, the most important part is you hear a man's voice saying and it, that it it's the story of the bloody frog, evil curse, and the deadly dragon king. The root of evil being money. Or some shit. I don't know. It's hard to spot these mentally ill people. Some of them might be your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Thank you for wasting an hour and 20 oh minutes my of my God, life. Oh, God, dude. Sorry, guys. I know that this has been a really long episode for this, but I had to share it because, like, <laughs> like the journey that we took, we took this for you, okay? We did this for you. We took one for the team, guys. Hey, I wanted to watch Kung Fu from hey, Beyond Hey, first the of all, don't blame me for a movie I've never seen. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck this movie's about. You can't do that. Oh, come on. Just, no! We know you like rape. <laughs> what?! Jesus. So if you're into rape adventures, <laughs> you might want to check this one out. It is the worst of the ones I've seen of this director. I mean, would you have any closing thoughts on that? And we'll move on to the next movie. Don't watch this movie ever. <laughs> you think it's that bad? You don't think it's at least worth one watch? I don't think it's watch? worth anybody's time of uh, an hour and 20 minutes. All right. All right. And how many rapes do they have on their record? I, I don't, you know, and I, I, I lost count. Like, I can't even... <laughs> I can't even, I wish I could tell you how many there were, but I lost count, guys. That's just how ridiculous this movie really is. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into the next fucking abomination. And that movie is called The Killing of Satan. Came out in 1983, just a year after that masterpiece that we just watched and talked about for an hour. Uh, This one is a story to fulfill his dead uncle's task. And to save his kidnapped daughter, an ex-convict must go and fight a powerful but villainous magician. This fight would lead him to eventually battle against Satan himself. And the tagline is, What power should a man possess to challenge the Prince of Darkness? (laughs) God, it's so serious, you know? 
for but, such a fucking silly movie, man. It's directed by Efren C. Pinon. Pinon. Lots of action movies that he's done, actually. Blind Rage, Criminal, Bomba Queen, Seth Corteza, uh, Transformed. It's also written by Joe Mari Avalana, who did a movie called Vulcan about a pterodactyl befriending a kid, like uh, never-ending story style, and he's like flying around. <laughs> it's pretty funny, dude. And uh, apparently he's being hunted by this killer called Vernon, by the actor named Vernon Wells, uh, which some of you might know from some of the 80s movies and 90s movies. Uh, it looks really fucking ridiculous, but uh, it's a kid's movie. He also uh, wrote Final Mission, Return of the Kick Fighter, and Equalizer 2000. Some of the stars in this masterpiece are Ramon Ravia, plays Lando. Uh, it was a pretty big action star in the Philippines, apparently. Um, he did a lot of action movies I've never heard of, like Pepang Agmat, Exodus, Tales of the Enchanted, and a hell of a lot more that I can't even pronounce, <laughs> so I apologize. It also stars Elizabeth Oropesa. Who is Lagring San Miguel? That's the character she plays. I, I think it's his wife. Right. Um, Lando's wife. She, too, saw a lot of uh, fame in the uh, Philippines, apparently. And she was in uh, Deadly Commando, Kato, Son of the Dragon, Caged Fury, Future Hunters, Cat Hairs, Women of the Ruins, and Violator. Uh, it also stars Cecil Castillo, who plays Luisa, who is the sister, I think. Yeah. She's the sister of the daughter of Lando's. Yeah, she's daughter. Yeah, something. yeah, Lando's. Daughter. I think it's like it might be like Lando's, maybe stepdaughter. Yeah, maybe. Well, one's his actual daughter, right? Which is the 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 I can't think of her name like right off the top of my hand and my head. And they didn't have any pictures really for the many of these. Um, but Cecil Castillo played Luisa, and she was in The Boy God, Cain and Abel of the Flesh, and quite a few. I don't want to try to butcher. Uh, also stars Charlie Duvall plays Satan. Who was, uh, has about 267 acting credits, by the way. Uh, he was in Search for Vengeance, Zuma, Bodyguard, uh, Masoni Baguisa Jr., uh, Top Mission. It's called Top Mission. And then there's another movie called Sergeant Claren, Bullet for Your Head. And then some TV series called Darna, which was like apparently a knockoff of another TV series. Hmm. Like a shitty cop, like copycat version. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and it looked like fucking, uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, really? Yeah, it was that like, bad. It was weird. So it was like a knockoff of a knockoff of a knockoff. Ugh. Anyway. So what are your thoughts on this, Patrick? All right. There wasn't much to this movie that I thought there was going to be. I really thought it was going to be one of those gems, you know. But that's why I was trying to tell you guys earlier not to watch the trailer for this movie. Because if I, I think if I had not Well, the watched... trailer's boring as fuck, but the, 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 the everything's terrible right clip is like the best of those two but don't watch those just because the simple fact is that everything that's great and funny in the film they pretty much just show you in the trailer yeah and then there's there's no reason to even watch it after that point <laughs> yeah it's it's really just a meme being uh an hour and 40 minutes yeah so so what were your thoughts going into this and what were your thoughts coming I out i was of hoping it? that you know i was going to be getting a lot of really bad but great cinema like right. so bad it's good but I ended up getting just bored. Long stretches of bored? Long stretches of just bored. There was Long... some good nuggets in there. There, No, there was. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. I think I bet I would have a different outlook of the film if I didn't watch the trailer. Okay. Did it? Uh, did it? Did it make you laugh at all? Like at any? Point? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely a lot of scenes that made me laugh. Okay. So there's some like takeaway from it. Yeah. There's oh, some definitely. value to it. I wouldn't say never watch this movie. Okay. No, I was just telling them, don't watch it. Unlike the other movie, Curse of Evil, you yeah. would say, fuck that. No, just because no, of all the rape, right? Yeah, no one needs to watch that. And, and it is just muddled and confusing. Right. <laughs> it's a waste of time. What about this one? What disappointed you about this one? That it just wasn't as bad enough that I, you know what I mean? It wasn't as hokey jovial? enough as I, as I thought it was going to be. Okay, okay. Like, you thought it was going to be real tongue-in-cheek shit. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. which it was, but it really did take itself seriously. Yeah, and there were certain points where it's like, yeah, it's a serious movie, but then it would do weird stuff, like the staring contest. <laughs> that was weird. That yeah. was super weird. Yeah. <laughs> old guy we'll we'll get into spoiling that quite a bit but uh no uh, overall i uh i think i would enjoy it more like i said if i didn't watch the trailer overall if you want to watch something so bad it's good this is definitely a good one for you right it's definitely not a movie that you're gonna want to watch like again and again and again yeah like it's fun like to be like okay what weird shit did somebody make like if you're drinking with your friends and you guys wanted to throw something on for some laughs then yeah yeah some background noise maybe yeah uh, my thoughts on this is it's like, well, if you ever wanted to see Satan get offed in the worst possible way <laughs> ever, well, boy, do we have a movie for you. <laughs> Honestly, it's not so bad to me. Like, it's definitely in the so bad, let's have a laugh category. Right. It's like an action film in a lot of ways, and it's also kind of like a fantasy film, too, more so than a horror film. But it, it kind of rides that line a little bit because of some of the stuff that they have in there. Um, but it's like it's like an action film with, like, the worst choreographer ever to, to, to choreograph on film. Uh, some of the worst fight sequences ever recorded in history uh, with, with magic, of course. And, you know, <laughs> Satan. So, like, I mean, what do you expect from a movie like of this... <laughs> it is the ultimate cheesy good versus evil showdown tale you would have found a, in a broken case or something in someone's like garage sale tucked away under a bucket that someone forgot about which you know it isn't a bad price to watch this schlock filipino cheese log right but it you know it's you know, you got it for like 50 cents at the fucking garage sale. Fucking watch it. You know what I mean? <laughs> or in uh, this case, you could watch it on YouTube for right. free. Like, fuck it, dude. Um, I'd say the worst part of this film is that while most movies in this vein take it themselves very seriously and end up being odd, god-awful, cheesy hilarity, this one sort of is too serious with its long, dragged-out scenes. Probably did it like sort of inject some sort of emotional storytelling, but it didn't really pull it off it didn't deliver on that front like not to me anyway the long parts feel extra long (laughs) yeah like really long but the odd what the fuck moments of like bad makeup and practical effects sort of help push you along to the end although it's nothing as practical effects heavy as like the last movie we watched right it's it's very lightly sprinkled in there with like really odd moments i just kind of wish it went a little bit more balls out with it and added like a ton more like that's my thing what's crazy is this movie is an hour and 32 minutes no 38 minutes what the fuck (laughs) yeah it's like an hour and 40 minutes dude because everybody who makes a fucking movie, it's their masterpiece, dude. The, the, killing your darlings is what the term is called. When you have scenes that don't really need to be in there, 
you, you you cut them out. Right. But when you think everything that you've done is precious and amazing and you're the best director ever, you keep every single one of those seeds in there. So that's why this movie is <coughs> that long. Jedi. <laughs> oh, I don't want to say that. Let's not leave, go there. Yeah, you leave that in there. Um, but had they done, you know, had they added a ton more, I would have been screaming at the rooftops. We found another shitty gem. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. But in the end, this just kind of comes out as like kind of like average or below, like the superior cheese line. You know right. what I mean? Which sucks because there's some fun scenes to make you laugh. One in particular had me fucking cracking up. What was uh, that? Just tell I, me. We'll, we'll tell you in a little bit here. But it, it, I mean, if you like going through the trash to find more weird stuff to check off your list or you know add to your collection, I'd say give it a whirl. It's it, it is free on YouTube, so. If you're gonna fucking pick it up, watch it first. Yeah. Because you may not like it as much as you might think. It's a movie for trash cinema lovers, you know, deep cuts, if you will. But if you don't have the stomach for these types of films, you may want to stay clear of it because this is for seasoned veterans of the odd what the fuck film genre or just people who just like weird shit to have a laugh with, pretty much. Like, it's nothing special. No. Um,. There's not, and there wasn't a whole lot of trivia on this too. And I did some digging a little bit. Uh, obviously, it is a Filipino film, which is weird because I don't know. I I was when I I don't know the culture or anything like that, but the names sound very different than I would assume for a Filipino thing. But maybe I'm just completely ignorant, and probably so. Right. Um, but both of the actors, Ramon Ravila, who plays Lando, and George Estragon, who plays Renzo, his his uh, cult brother or like magic brother. Uh, and Paquita Diaz, who plays the Prince of Magic, and Charlie Duvall, who plays Satan, have sons who have also followed in their footsteps and became action stars. So they're all action stars. Like, every single one of them, <laughs> their sons were like, this killing of Satan is really amazing. If you can do that, I can do it, Dad. <laughs> and they made, like, shittier films. They, probably, I don't know if you can get any shittier. But uh, also another fun little thing is Lando's last name is San Miguel is a reference to St. Michael, the Archangel, a popular saint in the Philippines who is always depicted fighting Satan. So that's why they use that name. Right. That's pretty much it. It's all I have for trivia, guys. Like, fuck off. All right. <laughs> this movie's a deep cut and there's not a lot of people that really even know exists. Like, honestly, like some people do, but, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, I, I think about it when I like part of the reason why I tell you guys the name of the actors in the movies that they've done is because sometimes when I tell you the movies that they've been in, somebody will be like, oh, yeah, I remember that fucking movie. Right. And then they'll go back and watch it and be like, oh, my God, this is the shittiest fun movie I've ever seen. Or this is the best movie I've ever seen. Probably not from this cast, but no offense. <laughs> <laughs> But you, you you get my picture. Uh, you get what I'm saying. Get what I'm putting up. I'm putting down. You get what I'm putting down. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Um, so let's talk about some of the spoiler section for you guys and see what you think. Do you remember how this movie started out? Uh, I don't. I kind of remember how this film starts. This guy is just getting out of prison. He's coming home to his wife. Right. Uh, one of his friends tell him that, uh, I forget who the character is after him, but somebody he's wronged. Right. Well, I think it starts off with Renzo. Renzo's the his cult brother, his little uh, magic brother. Right. Okay. Him and the uncle, I can't remember, who's like the magic leader. 
He's like the white magic guy. Right. And they get into a fucking like West Side Story fucking. <laughs> With the sharks, baby. Yeah. They, like, the, you know, it's like the Diablos versus like the white magic dildos. Because <laughs> I think they're both ridiculous. Like, yeah. but th- like, didn't they have like some guy wrapped up in a blanket or some shit? And I then they get, they chop a machete into the side of him and you see the blood come out. And then they take it off and he's not bleeding. He's not bleeding. Right. And it's like to show their power or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. After they do that, that's when the gang of Satan's like, or the, the Prince of Magic, like, he's like. <laughs> you know, he shows up with his Diablos, <laughs> his Diablos, <laughs> and they fucking like, they like, like try to like give them a hard time. And then one of them like shoots the fucking magic leader, right? Right, yeah. Or no, no, he shoots Renzo, and Renzo takes a bullet, and the fucking, the, like, magic, the white magic guy grabs it and chucks it at the fucking bad guy, and it kills him. Okay. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, the prince of magic's like, you fucking son of a bitch, and he just makes his fucking, the head of the fucking, uh, the white magic leader's fucking head spin around. Right. And then it just cuts. And then it goes to the guy getting out of prison and right. Well, like I, I think they know that, like apparently the like the white magic leader guy, the uncle, they call him uncle. Um, he knows that something's up and he's about to die, and it's his time. Like he knows because he's magic or something, you know. And he's like, you know, we got to have somebody take over. Um, I'm dying because of this fucking the prince of magic just twisted my neck around and I'm going to die. <laughs> Which, like Looney Tunes style. Yeah, it was really Looney Tunes style. <laughs> and then, like, so, like, simultaneously, the Diabros are, like, going over to fucking Lando's house, like, off the island that they live on. And they, like, are staring out the window or something like that, and they shoot, like, one of the kids, like, their son. And yeah, because they think it's him. Yeah, they think it's him, and they just shoot at him automatically. He's like, you idiot, why are you shooting them? And then... And then they're like, Lando, come out. And Lando opens the thing and starts shooting his gun at him. <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. I think Renzo does come to him and say there's, like, problems. Doesn't he? Yeah. But no, it wasn't It wasn't him. It was somebody else in the village that it's he It's Renzo. In. Is it? Yeah, because, like, the, the white magic guy, the, we'll just call him Uncle from here on out. Uncle fucking tells Renzo that he's not going to be the next leader of the white magic gang and uh, of the Jets. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Of the of the white mages. Are we gonna explain the entire storyline of these guys? Pretty much. I mean, like not like we're gonna kind of go over it, but I just want to kind of set the scene up for them because I think it's funny. Okay. Uh, there's just a lot of funny things that happen in this that I want to bring up. But like, yeah. Anyway, basically, they hire. They tell Lando that he's the next white mage jet, and he's a jet all the time, <laughs> from his first cigarette till his last dying rhyme. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making shit up. But Can you yeah. do that all the time? <laughs> oh, God. I may, just may, go down to the bay, need some hay. What do you say? You want to play with some clay? <laughs> I just may. <laughs> uh, so so they like, Lando's like, whatever. I'm, you know, I just got out of jail, bro. Like, I, I can't do this shit, man. I'm just trying to take care of my family. And so, like, they tell him, but he doesn't really care. And then all of a sudden, the fucking white mage leader uncle dies. And uh, it's because, like, Lando's getting attacked by the Diablos. <laughs> and they're fucking, like, 
And they fucking shoot Lando in the head, and he dies on the floor in the house after they shoot his son. Yeah. And then um, somehow Uncle, the white mage jet guy, he fucking, like, puts his hand over his head, and he's got a fucking bullet wound in his head. So he, like, takes the bullet from Lando magically and take and gives him life again. So they think that Lando's dead, and then he wakes up next to his dead son, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is a fucked up tradition, dude. Like, you're dead. We're just going to put you in bed together. Yeah, like in a sheet. Like, yeah. we're mourning them, yeah. I don't know if I'd you know, maybe put him in the closet or something, you know, like. Yeah. Well, you know, it is a different country. It's not like. Don't they know. don't need the bed. They have different traditions. Where am I going to sleep? I don't know. <laughs> There's a couch, maybe. Go outside and make it a tent. It didn't look like that hut had a couch. But yeah, he goes back to the island to find out that Uncle's dead. And he doesn't know somehow. Like, uh, And they're like, wait, he died? Like, what the fuck? And they're like, yeah, he told me that you were going to be the new leader or some shit, right? But the, uh, that's what it was. Lando had a dream about his uncle. That's what it was. Uh, his uncle Miguel. That's his name. Yeah, Uncle Miguel, you are right. correct. Sir. He's the the white mage jet. He's a jet all the time. <laughs> jet all the way, baby. <laughs> but he gets like cartoonishly flattened by a rolling boulder. Do you remember that? Yes. He's like, get away from the rock! And then he runs in front of it like like an idiot. And then the fucking boulder crushes him with only his, his entire body squashed, but not the head. And it screams. It's like Lando, stop the rock! <laughs> Like what? But he looks like like a little like it looks like a flattened slim gym. And he's something. like, ah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. It was pretty. Funny. I was laughing at that. That was pretty funny. But that was in the fucking you know everything's terrible fucking trailer, or right? Whatever. Um, and then the, there's that scene that you were talking about where they had a standoff where like like so the Diablos like come they come rolling into town. Yeah, they're like trying to run their shit, like trying to fucking shark it up, and they, <laughs> they have a standoff with Fat Michael Jackson, and they <laughs> they stare each other down with the crooked eyed old man. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then the old man just falls over. Yeah, <laughs> just noises, and he's all like changing his eyes like. Right. Camera one, camera two. Camera one. starts going cross-eyed and shit. Right. That was really ridiculous. We're going to end up explaining this whole movie to you guys. Well, by the way, the Prince of Magic has a cage of naked women, too. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. He lives in a cave. There was a little rapiness to this movie. Not nowhere near as bad. Nowhere near as bad as Curse is Evil. No way. There was not... I would even... This is, like, not even a fucking on the radar. This is even a tenth of what that movie did. But there is a lot of nude women hanging out in cages. Yeah. So that's a little weird, right? Like, just chilling, hanging out with their boobies. Yeah. And, uh, you know, plus he kind of makes out with a a woman who's knocked out for no... You know, that was kind of weird. The Prince of Magic... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the part I was talking about. They got a little rapey. Yeah, there was a little bit of rapiness in there, I guess. You're right. Because there was also another scene where the Luisa chick is laying down in the black robe, and these two guys are, like, kissing her and stuff. Right. So that was another part, but... It's great. <laughs> one, one of the favorite things, there was, like, Lando... This is my one of my favorite things in the whole fucking movie, by the way. And there is some pretty funny shit in this. Lando enters the new cave with his nephew, Renzo, or Renzo, or whatever, and a snake all of a Dude. sudden just leaps out, and he, like, fucking grabs it by the neck and literally bitch slaps it in the fucking head, <laughs> like, like two or three times. 
And he ties it in a knot. Right. And he chucks it at the wall. He chucks his bitch ass at the wall. Because he's fucking Lando. And Lando, fuck around. <laughs> but this whole scene was like really cool too because like like they go a little bit further and one of the they like keep getting attacked by these snakes and one of the snakes turns into a small little Filipino snake boy with no dick. <laughs> <laughs> and it, who who likes uh, like who looks kind of like a like a dickless Santa elf reject with like a long tongue? Yeah, I, and he's like holding his arms up next to his face, like he's doing the snake style. Yeah, like snake style. <laughs> he's like a fucking dildo looking dude, like weird. Like he even has elf ears, guys. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Lando like punches him to death, of course. And so, you know, there goes his toy making career. He, like, he's <laughs> fucked for Santa's shop this time. <laughs> I, I hope he gets his family gets all the compensation that they deserve. Uh, Santa's like a bitch. He doesn't pay the fucking, he doesn't pay fucking, you know, restitution or That's whatever. That's why he had to take a side gig as a snake, dog. <laughs> all slithering around. You, you think know, I like being a snake? Dude, there were so many ridiculous fights on the way to this fucking thing, dude. Yeah. Like, it is really bad. Like, imagine you and your friends who think you are movie makers deciding to make a fight. First of all, it's always cringeworthy when you don't have somebody that choreographs any of your fight scenes. Like, everything is, like, ten times slower. The It's like, I mean, maybe that's how really real people really fight. But I've seen better fights at a fucking at a QT or like a fucking Circle K <laughs> or around Walmart here. Or yeah, whatever. like I've seen better fights than that shit. Like, what the fuck? Um, but like, so after, you know, a few fights with the, the Prince of Magic's minions, Lando finds his daughter in a cage with all them naked ladies, like just yeah. chilling out. The bare naked ladies. Yeah. With <laughs> that band. Yeah. <laughs> She, but his daughter tells him that she's become she's to become the bride of the Prince of Magic, um, or actually, it's the Prince of Magic's master. That's what she says, aka Satan. Like the the Prince of Magic has got a fucking you know a nice little red cape. He's got them nice fucking red pants and the red boots. I mean, I'd fuck him. Like, I don't know. He's pretty hot. No, he. it's ridiculous. He's got the fucking, like, yeah. almost like a fucking vampire outfit or some shit, like some Goodwill fucking store shit. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's your, you're pretty much your fucking generic Dracula cape. Yeah. And, and, then, and then it's weird, like, when he sees the, the, the Prince of Magic, like, he makes Lando spin in a circle kind of like his uncle. And then the minions chuck his body over a waterfall. Like they, they, like, and it's a dummy, but you can tell it's a dummy. Right. But when they throw it over the waterfall, did you notice that his legs hit, like, the, rocks? hit the rocks? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, they really needed to cut that out. They were like, we're doing this once. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a shoot and go. Like, like it mattered. Maybe it fell apart in the water or something right. like They're that. Like, oh, well. It was pretty funny, though. Um, then there was like Renzo, uh, Renzo Lando's nephew or cousin, I guess. I don't know what it is. She, he finds the other girl, Louisa. It could be her cousin or her sister, like Lando's daughter, Step-sister, stepdaughter or something. Stepdaughter or whatever. But like Re- Rezno or Renzo finds Louisa, who's being ravaged by two minions in a rapey fashion, uh, who Renzo fights off. And she gets up after the scuffle and like sort of walks towards him. And he's like, he tells her that he loves her. And she says, you really love me so much, Renzo? And he's like, yeah. 
I do. I do. <laughs> she rips his cheek off. Like, just as soon as he finishes, too. There's no, like, pause. It's just, like, <laughs> straight to ripping your face off. And it looks really funny. It looks like uh, it looks like the same kind of practical effects you would see in, like, Italian gore films. But here's the thing. Like, wax. That one practical effect. Was the best in the whole thing. Blew everything awa- away that happened in The Curse of Evil. Right. Everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's actually showed something. Right. They didn't even show people getting their face ripped off. It was always the monster chewing on some plastic. Kind of, yeah, some kind of supposedly flesh. Right. Um, but apparently there's like, if you if you look at the naked, the bare naked ladies, the band in the cage, <laughs> they have all these like black neck bands on. And apparently anybody that's wearing these black neck bands can be controlled by mind powers, by the Prince of Magic or Satan or whatever. And she, Louisa, has one of those on, too. So after he reels back in horror, she's like, you can see that she starts to cry for hurting him. Right. And then her chest just pops. <laughs> well, if you notice, it, it's almost like... She's fighting back. Well, no, that she's fighting back. It's that he's fighting back. It's not... Because you remember the words or whatever they say? Oh, so he made her chest pop? That's what I think. Because it looked like he was mumbling words under his you couldn't see his mouth because he was holding his mouth i thought it was because she loved him as much as he loved her and she was fighting against the power of the neck break the neck band and and because she fought so hard it made her chest pop i thought it was him putting a some kind of hex on her i mean her it die. could be either or i don't know but i i don't know the overwhelming love between <laughs> renzo and louisa but seeing her fucking body pop and then seeing inside her body cavity which kills her of course and then he dies alongside of her was pretty funny yeah pretty romantic yeah pretty Romeo romantic shit. Juliet kind of shit you know? yeah he's like laying in her body cavity blowing on her fucking stomach <laughs> you like that sweetie baby? huh you like it when I blow? This is my little cage? rose stomach. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Raspberries. Oh God! So apparently, Lando, he got thrown over the fucking, you know, the waterfall for right. no reason, which is just funny to me. And he lives, which is even more funny. Uh, but the Prince of Magic brings Lando's daughter to Satan, and when he appears, you think it's going to be this badass fucking creature, right? Nope. Looks like a skinny prepubescent teen with a leotard and a pitchfork. It is the same character that played that skinny little snake character. At the is it? I swear to God. It and might then, be. And then they switched it. It was weak. And then it was like a chubbier dude. Yeah, they made it like an older version. Yeah. It was dumb. Yeah. It was really dumb. Uh, that that really was disappointing. That was one of the most disappointing things. Like, really? You just had to go for the traditional shit? Like, like that's what you thought was going to and horns. Here we go. Oh man, that was really disappointing for a movie that I thought was going to be like buck shit wild. Like I wanted to see like a full on monster beast. Like that was ridiculous. But you know, and then and, you know after they show this like conversation between the Prince of Magic and the daughter and uh, yeah and Satan uh, on the other side, you know, you see Lando who hooks up with some like mute kid. A.K.A. Nino. Yeah, like he can't talk. And he's like, but the fucked up thing is that he's literally named Nino as in the son of God, meaning Jesus. Like he's supposed to be Jesus, like this little boy. And uh, who who can't talk for some reason. They don't explain it. Probably because they couldn't act. Like that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Like not that anybody could. (laughs) 
hell? Like this movie is pretty bad. Um, but then he, then Nino shows up. She takes him to uh, some place to get better, and it's it, and he wakes up in like these pile of leaves, and there's this bearded man, which is of course God, and he doesn't really tell him. He kind of like he's like, what? What? What's your name? Yeah, he's uh, like those who know me call me Father. Yeah, like what the fuck? So he, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Yeah, Nino. I mean, means boy or son or I don't know. It could mean both. I don't know. I I think, but he's got a white robe, white beard. You know, they give him the the badass staff of badassery <laughs> to like go fight Satan. Pretty cool, you know. This is really cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then the prince and Lando get into a magic showdown of post effects dreams, which was just like pew pew pew. They're like, Lando keeps holding up his left arm because I guess, oh, that's something we forgot to mention, by the way. Before all of this happens, like, the toxic Avenger pops up out of the water in the very beginning, which is apparently Uncle, because Uncle wanted to be buried at sea for some reason. And and uh, he's like, and Renzo's like, you need to go all the way out to the ocean. He's like, why? So I can get lost? Like, what the fuck is your point? And he's like, no. Uncle said you need to go out to the ocean, and he does. And the Toxic Avenger comes up out of the water to bestow his uncle's powers on Lando, <laughs> on his left arm. And that's why every time in the movie, like Lando's holding up his left arm, right, shooting like, his pew pew layers. Fight the power, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> it's really bad though. It's like a poor man's big, big trouble, big trouble in Little China. Uh, it's not even that. It's not even. It's really that. bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's but, not even so bad. It's good. It's just so. No, but he fights. He fights the Prince of Magic, right? Yeah, the Prince and Lando get in a well, fight. The the Prince and the uh, Diablo Bros. Diablo Bros. Yeah, Diablo Bros. <laughs> uh, yeah, they get into it. But then, then like I don't know. I don't remember exactly what happens. But I know that they stopped fighting for some reason. And then, like, Lando gets away or something like that. And then he disappears into the forest and then, or into the jungle, whatever the fuck it is. It looks like it's nothing like I've seen around here. Um, but he, like, runs into this old woman, right? Right. Who's, like, very clearly a young woman. That they try to make old. Yeah. That they try to make old in, like, the worst old school way possible. <laughs> like, we're talking, like, 1930s style old woman. Like, and even then, they probably had better makeup effects than this. Like, oh, they literally sure, just frosted her hair and put, like, black circles under her eyes to yeah. make her old. It, <laughs> it was pretty funny. The, the way she was walking was fucking hilarious. <laughs> she couldn't get up, and he was like, let me help you. And she's like, I can't. My house is just over there. And he's like, well, I'll take you there. And she's like, oh, 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 I can't walk. And he's like, here, I got an idea. Let me give you the magic staff of badassery. Well, he first he tries like, to carry her. Like, clearly something's up. You it's know? like, you could obviously carry her, dude. Like, why don't you just carry she, her? Yeah, she's like, what? She weighs, uh, like, fucking 80 pounds? Right. <laughs> if that. Dude. Soaking wet. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, it's it's very clear that, you know, something is up. Right. Because this woman is just out in the middle of the woods. You just fought the Prince of Magic, and now you're just, like, helping some old woman across the street. Like, go fuck yourself, dude. Like, 
I don't know. I thought it was really weird. So he shows up to her mansion. When he walks in, he's like, God damn, bitch, you got a nice fucking crib up in here. (laughs) And two fucking women out of the blue start offering him wine and like wooing him. Meanwhile, his fucking daughter's about getting raped by fucking Satan. And fucking like his wife is like fucking about to die or some shit. I don't know. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, I guess maybe they use their mind powers on him. Right. Like, they're woo. sirens or whatever. There was a kind of like a, a siren kind of vibe in that point. Maybe, there yeah. Was like that music going on and shit. Yeah. I thought it was a little too much. Yeah. But it, it's funny because it's like, come on, Lando, don't be dumb. You know, stop thinking with your dick, dude. <laughs> Put your ding dong away for a second. Think about your daughter who's going to get raped by Satan uh, and then, and, you know, go fight him. But th- th- he gets attacked. By one of the women who puts her arm around his left side or like behind his back, and he's like, "Ooh, yeah, you're really sexy." <laughs> and then she, her arm turns into a snake. Not only just a snake, a python. Oh yeah, a huge boa constrictor. Yeah, yeah, and then it like wraps around his neck and arms, and he like judo chops it and throws <laughs> it across the room or some shit, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Fucking some stupid ass shit. Uh, and then he, and then, and then. The girl turns in. Another to, girl turns into a cat. Yeah. And she's like. Meow, meow. And she's got claws and she's very clearly like the shittiest cat. <laughs> like getting ready to go out for Halloween to get fucked by some fucking like campus dude. <laughs> My drink tastes funny. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> There's, this has not been the episode for that, Patrick. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> Why did I go there? I don't know. <laughs> well, when you see that much rape, Jesus, Jesus. Christ. Um, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but then the, the funny thing is the one that turns into a cat, he throws off, and then suddenly the cat woman turns into a dog and starts biting his arm and then cut scene. End of scene. We don't know how we got out of there. Nothing. Nothing. Fast forward, Satan and Lando showdown. <laughs> right? What the? Like, all of a sudden, now they're ready to fight. And it's him, it's Satan versus the the Diabros. And, like, he just takes out the Diabros like nothing. Like, it's nothing. And then Satan is an older is older now, and he's not a prepubescent teen. Plus, he's rocking the best Dracula outfit this, this time, you know? Like, right. it's black with, like, was it black and red? Yes. It's, like, lightly red, but, like, mostly black. Yeah. It's, like, the tuxedo Satan. I think, like, the inseam of the the cape thing that folds up around his neck was red, and the outside was black or whatever. Dude, you know what it reminded me? I'm gonna get you, sucker. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, sucker. I'm gonna get you, sucker. You coney mother. Watch your mouth! <laughs> like, it was, like, like, his outfit was ridiculous. He looked like a pimp. Like, it really did. And, and, and I'm not saying the whole time, but there were certain scenes that when they were struggling and fighting, I was like, is that fucking Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> oh my, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not sure if it was the quality of the film, but it was like, this is, yeah, it was bad. You know what cracks me up, too? He's like, he realizes it's Satan, and he's like, look, bro, I'm clearly not as strong as you. Like, that's it. They had this conversation, and he's like, my power is not as strong, but my love for my daughter is. So, Satan, you better watch yourself. And then he starts, they get into this fight, and Satan's like, okay, look, 
I'll fucking fight you as a mortal to show you that I'm such a fucking badass and I don't need my powers, which very clearly he's using powers because Lando lays it on him pretty fucking heavy and is using he's using magic back and forth. So, you know, they get into this stupid fight in a stupid fashion where they like, you know, every time they get hit, they like fall on the ground all stupid. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. It's funny. Then, then you know, after Lando gets the upper hand, Satan pulls out his plastic pitchfork. <laughs> Dude, it literally looked like it was made of cardboard. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, I feel like my, my brother went out and made, like, you know, some movie, you know, like out in the backyard, and they were having a good time. You know, it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but And then fucking Lando pulls out his bow staff. It, like, magically appears in front of him because God, you know, makes it happen. And then he points it at Satan, and he shoots him with love magic until he turned into a pile of capes. Three. <laughs> three capes, to be exact, which made no fucking sense. Well, there were his followers or whatever that were trying to... What were they doing? I don't know. I think when he killed him, he, like, killed Satan. He, like, turned into a pile of capes in hell. Okay. Because remember, he's, like, in that scene where he's, like, got to get his daughter now. Like, has to find his daughter. And then, like, her name's Betsy, by the way. <laughs> It's now thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. She doesn't care. It doesn't matter what she... I wish she would have died. It would have made it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, more people needed to die. Yeah, like, or has some Gru in there somewhere. It's something. Meanwhile, you know, you got to... This strong wind stirs up in the village where his wife and and uh, his his the the white magic gang the Jets are chilling. Can I just say how stupid was that part? I don't understand why. Get to the chapel, and did you see what the fucking chapel was? No, the, the chapel is literally just a hut. It, it, no walls. Well, right. Well, they're in the middle of fucking an island. It looked like something you put your like your babies in to play when you're trying to like do the dishes or some shit. <laughs> I guess. Like how the fuck is that going to protect well, you yeah, from a hurricane? Yeah, everything's made out of fucking bamboo and fucking like I don't know, like tree, dry palm tree. Leaves yeah, palm fucking, leaves. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like they they have this like ridiculous cartoonish wind blowing and like it's knocking over all their houses and they're throwing the baby over the thing to get into the fucking the play church pen. hut. It's a playpen. Yeah. Let's be real, dog. It's a fucking playpen, dog. I don't know. But it, it, it's weird because I don't it doesn't even make any sense why the wind was blowing that way anyway. Was it because like the 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 hold to get back from reality from Satan's den? Because Satan and the and the Diablos were all defeated by that point. I so guess. It, it made no fucking sense. And then I think it all stopped when uh, Lando finds that buried doll in the sand. Oh, yeah. That was weird, too. I didn't understand and, and that. There was no connection? Yeah, he sees his doll. But maybe there's, like, some, like, Filipino legend or something that we don't know about. And maybe that's the, like, Possibly. you know what I mean? Like, maybe it makes more sense. Yeah. So if you guys know, let us know. But yeah, it's pretty much like, yeah, he's back, and then it was over. It was over that fast. Yeah. Like, hey, the killing of Satan. Roll <laughs> credit. It was there was no slow fade to black. There was no none of that. It was just credit. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fight scenes in this, man, I swear to God, it was like terrible. It was yeah. like the worst fight scenes. And I mean, we described all the best scenes from you, so might as well just watch the fucking trailers see what we were talking about. Well, they, yeah, I mean, well, I was going to say, well, this is the spoiler section anyway, so. Yeah. Um, which one would you pick? 
if you had to pick one to watch again or that you would watch again dude i have to watch the whole thing yeah killing of satan yeah me too yeah i mean there are some pretty interesting parts in uh the curse of evil but the sheer amount of fucking rapery is probably a little like and i'm 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 not the guy by the way who hates any scene i'm like you know i don't get on that that trip about it like you know things are horrifying right and that is horror so yes sometimes it's going to have in there and sometimes there's ways to do it in a more tasteful fashion then and still the, convey that emotion right right like you don't have to show every gory detail in order to make it work uh it can still be as tragic just by showing you know whatever it's not just an excuse like whatever but this it just had so many it really makes you wonder what the fucking person was thinking when they wrote it yeah and or the, who put it together and it. it's like i've seen this kind of stuff in other asian films and like other like countries and stuff but and it's not as prevalent it's, I, yeah I, I like 10 fucking it. times like in some three in a row yeah like back to back to back no i don't know why they didn't just call it rape of evil <laughs> like instead of the curse like fuck the curse who gives a fuck about the curse the rape of evil anyway but yeah i would definitely watch the killing of satan over that one but if you guys want to go down the rabbit hole have fun you know like go to your youtube yeah don't blame us, okay? That's all I got to say. So, like, if you want to watch this ridiculousness, like, honestly, there's a lot more interesting stuff that happens in The Curse of Evil than the other one, because the other one is batshit fucking crazy slow. Like, really. Yeah. Cur the, the curse, or the killing of Satan is slow as fuck. So, they're taking a meager storyline and stretching it as thin as possible. Right. For okay. killing of Satan. And now Curse of Evil... It's just no, muddled. you mean stretching it out to an hour and 40 minutes, yeah. Right. And then the Curse of Evil has this such a complex one, and they shorten it down to a fucking hour and 20 minutes. Just boom, 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 boom. And if you cut out all the rape scenes, like I said, 20, 30 minutes will be gone in that movie. Oh, yeah. Easily. Probably 30 minutes. Yeah, definitely Like, there's as many minutes. scenes as there were. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Right. We took one for the team, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit longer than normal, but if you made it to the end, let us know. We always like to hear from you. Uh, I'm going to yell out a um, Warble sucks. Um, we'll see. Oh, yeah. Warble asked for a shout out. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Warble, you piece of shit. Let's if see if he actually... would like to contact Warble yeah. <laughs> and you own an Xbox Live, his his uh, gamer tag. It... No, I won't give it don't out. Don't do that. I won't do that. Uh, yeah, we don't dox people here. Nah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, guys, uh, we just wanted to give that shout out real quick to see if you listen. He probably um, but, uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming by. Patrick, thank you again for filling in. Always, dude. And uh, anytime you want to come back, just let us know. I'll always fill you in. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you have an amazing week, everybody. We will be back with next week for a top 2018, so stay tuned for that. We'll see you next time, guys. See you.